Stars Were Born podcast starring me, Marley Shepard, and me, Brenda Majette. Welcome back. We are here to talk about the stars in the sky and the stars on the ground. If you're new, we're so happy to have you. We are so happy to have you. And Marley, I'm especially happy to have you. <laughs> happy to have you. I put out the Instagram on February 1st, and if anyone read it, I hope you cried. Um, because it was Harry Styles' birthday, February 1st, and I said, I, this on this day, 10 or 11, I can't, I don't know if it was 10 or 11 years ago. It was either 2012 or 2011. I think it was, it was absolutely 2011. Because we were in 10th grade, right? Yeah. Because okay. I started hanging out with you, right, like, very shortly after okay, this Okay, because 2012 didn't sound right. No, it was 2011. But 2011 was early in One Direction's career. Well, you were... We were some of the first. So we were. We really like, were. they were babies in 2011. Like, we watched their X Factor things. We did. Yeah. And I turned to you and I said, guess what day it is? And you're like, what? You said, Harry Styles' birthday. <laughs> and you're like, who is that? <laughs> and then a year later, we went to their concert. Yeah, we went to their concert. And every single birthday after that, we dressed up as whoever yep. the boy's birthday was. I remember was. still on Facebook, I have a picture of myself in malls dressed up as Liam Payne. And I was the one who took that picture. Yes. <laughs> it's and still on Facebook somewhere. It was when we were, we did, did we do a picnic? <laughs> Probably. We did a picnic for his birthday. Why do we do a picnic? We did it in, do you remember we did it in malls' front yard? <laughs> you don't remember that? Wait, why? Just to like say HBD Liam. <laughs> I love how we celebrate celebrities' birthdays. Nobody else goes as hard as we do. <laughs> and we dressed up as cats that Halloween. Oh, okay. At, at school because it was the same month that Harry Styles was like on record saying like, "I like pussy," and everyone was oh like, "What?" He's like, "I meant cats." Yes. And so we dressed up as cats. Yes. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> We just love them. So happy birthday. Happy belated um, to Mr. Harold Styles. Um, and what do we have on the agenda today? Brenna, what's going on? Well, Marley, so instead of doing like kind of the astrology side of things, we're going to do Enneagrams, which I know is something that you don't like. I'm so, so excited, though. Yeah, and you don't know a lot about, and honestly, I had to learn a lot about it to do this podcast, but... I think it's something different and something um, fun to kind of change up what we normally do. And I also think, like, a lot of people are really into Enneagrams. Everybody loves an Enneagram. Like, if you don't love astrology, you love Enneagrams. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can love both, you know? Yeah, definitely. Because I think a lot of, like, well, minor contradictory, kind of. Well, we'll talk about it yeah. more when we get into the meat of the episode, but how's your week been? My week's been good, like truly nothing crazy. I mean, we dropped our S. Uh, I was gonna say STDs, save Your the dates. STDs, yeah. yeah, our STDs, our um, save the dates. Um, we dropped those, which was exciting. Um, I've been going on a lot of walks, doing some self care. Yes. Um, but really, like besides that, life is same old, same old. Just happy to be here, and more importantly, I want to hear about your life and. What's going on in your boot camp, Marley? Uh, yeah, no. 
I just feel like so many people right now are just in a, such a boring state of their life, <laughs> to <Me>. be honest. <laughs> like, you you have an exciting, you know, event coming this later in the year with mm-hmm. the wedding and everything, but, like, when I'm talking to people, I'm like, what's going on with everybody? Everyone's like, well, just doing my life. I'm like, nothing to look forward to. Like, you're not doing anything exciting. I was like, nope, just living my life. Yeah. It's been hard to, like, make conversation with people, honestly. I know. I, I feel like that's kind of a lot of people are in a little bit of, like, I don't want to say a funk. It's not but a I feel rut, like but it's just, like, it's like a routine. Just, yeah, like I feel like in their routine. I do feel like this year especially, I've noticed a lot of, like, mundane routines that like everyone's gotten into um and maybe that's because of the winter that we're having i feel like i'm kind of in this like it's just the winter and we're just like not going out doing things we're not on vacation all the time like we're not we're just living our life we're making that dough so that we can go out and do the big things i know exactly yeah and i'm like looking forward to spring and summer definitely me too um, but yeah, boot camp has been good. I'm two and a half weeks down. Wow. Um, Time flies. It does, dude. And I, I'm officially done with my first project. So exciting! So, you did so well. Thank you. I didn't get to present it to you. I know, oh, but well. I, I want it. I want it. Maybe after this. It's fine. Um, it's only five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then on to the next project. Like we did the presentation, and then like. That afternoon, it was like, all right, on to the next one. Here's do your brief. You, do you get, like, a grade? Yeah, we haven't gotten graded yet, but yeah. It's not, like, an ABC. It's a, a zero, one, two, three. Wow. So, yeah. Um, really nervous for feedback. Is three good? Three is, like, above expectation. Two is, like, you did everything you needed to. One is, like, needs You're improvement. Three. And thank you. We zero is, like, Zero is you, you failed. failed, yeah. Do you have to, like, redo it, or do you just get kicked out? I don't I don't think I have to redo it, but, like, then they are, like, you're going to be a terrible designer. <laughs> Yeesh. Well, I know you're going to get a three. Okay, so. we'll see. But, but um, I wonder if it's I wonder if it's one of those things, though, that they, like, want you to get, like, a, a one or a two right. for the first one so that you see growth. Yeah, I wouldn't, I'm aiming for a two. Okay. Well, shoot for the stars. Yeah, shoot for the stars. Um, yeah, so this – project is underway it's getting exciting it's a lot to do it's basically like i'm gonna be a freelancer so i have to do all of it from the research all the way through to like you know the prototypes and everything so it's a lot but it'll be good um and yeah that's nothing else is going on with me i'm just like that's literally my whole life right now i'm so excited for you but loving the pod still i've been i've been active on the instagram you have been active i'm so proud of you so it's been fun you keep our instagram going thank you because you definitely don't because i definitely don't (laughs) well you know that and also i kind of feel like you're a little territorial of it (laughs) you are welcome on it you know the password i know i'm gonna any moment okay All right, well, anything else for any? I'm excited to dive into Enneagrams and then pop culture moments of the week. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, our last day of Mercury Retrograde. Wow, that's exciting. Congrats for getting through it. I feel like I honestly feel more comfortable in Mercury Retrograde. It, that, that sounds weird, but, like, it's just so easy to blame everything on. <laughs> and then when it's, it's direct, you're like, well, things are just, I, I'm just a terrible person. I just can't do things right. <laughs> you know that I saw a TikTok, actually, 
that I wanted to send to you, and then I was like, I just don't want you to be offended. It was like this girl who was like, name people that you hate, and it's like people who use their zodiac signs <laughs> to to like blame blame, blame all their ca- character flaws on, and I'm like, hmm, Marley, Marley. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's me. Okay. Well, going to keep blaming the stars, but I guess from February 3rd to a- April 29th, mm-hmm. all like like I've said, all the planets will be direct. So if things aren't going right, it's your fault and not the planets. It's your fault. <laughs> and we want to give a special shout out to our best friend, Mary Alice. She was on last week, and she is hopefully driving in the car right now. Shout out to her and Matt. Yes. They're heading to Nashville for her B-Day. Nashville, Tennessee. So, HBD, early HBD, HBD girl. HBD to our Aquarius queen. And last week, the numbers popped off. So, thank you to all the listeners that tuned in and all the new listeners. If you're returning from just that first episode that you listened to, we're happy to have you back. Um, check out the Instagram, check out, you know, anything else. I'll link it in the show notes. But um, yeah, we didn't even have to do any marketing and it just popped off. Popped so off. It was really exciting. It's because it's Aquarius season. Yeah. I love it. Well, excited to get into it and we'll see you soon. See you soon. You hear my voice first for this astrology segment because it's actually Enneagrams. Is everyone excited? I am so excited that you're taking the reins and I'm just kind of taking a backseat on this for once. Yeah, I'm, I know that Marley has a lot of questions about Enneagrams, but um, we're going to pretty much just get into it, right? Yes. So, Brenna, tell me what even are in Enneagrams? Okay, so I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, I kind of, I've, you know, I plan pretty far ahead for this and mm-hmm. I, I, like back in December I was like I want to talk about Enneagrams because I think it's interesting that people who don't believe in astrology believe in Enneagrams a lot of the times and I think it's interesting because it's people still want to know a personality type yeah they still like to know about themselves and they still like to know about others and how you can interact exactly so I do think I mean what human nature really is this kind of thought about like always trying to like make ourselves better always trying to you know get answers to questions that probably don't have a lot of answers so I do think that we always lean towards doing these personality tests going on going into like a Cosmo magazine and being like who's my combat compatibility partner like Mm -hmm. is the person I'm dating gonna be the one like because he's a Capricorn and I'm an Aries. Like, we're not supposed to we're not supposed to work out. Like, what's going on? So I do think that a lot of people look for um, personality traits mm-hmm. to be able to be like, oh, okay, you're a one. You're totally a one. Or like, oh, like, you know how you're always like, oh, such a Virgo. Like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. So it's really easy to put people in a box. Definitely. Because that's human nature. So pretty much what an Enneagram is, is it's this personality test where – um, there's three types of what? So there's three different centers of intelligence. There's the heart, the head, and the gut. Okay. And so the way that you answer these questions leans you more towards, oh, you think with your head, you think with your heart, you think more with your gut. And that leads you to the number of your archetype. Okay. So um, everyone uses all three. 
but it's the way you lean that makes your type. And I know one of the things that you're probably going to ask is why it's numbered. And I, like, why is it type one? Like, why mm-hmm. did they, like, name them? I, it just feels very impersonal to me to be like, I'm just a number. I'm yeah. not, like, a name or yeah. anything. I think that, like, it's actual. it's actually just numbers to make it easy for people, quite frankly. Like, it's because... It feels very impersonal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... That makes sense. I like to I like to be special. <laughs> I want I want to be recognized. I guess I am what I am. I'm sad. I don't know. Yeah, don't. but so it's it's an actual like the actual numbers is just ease for people to understand. But each of them refer to nine different types or styles um, that each are representing a world view and an archetype that resonates with the way that people think, feel, and act in relation to the world, mm-hmm. others, and themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like, you know, they have the they have the, you know, types like one, twos and threes. But then they have what it is like one is the reformer, mm-hmm. two is the helper and so on and so forth. So you really could be like, oh, you're a reformer. Like, you're a reformer. Yeah. You could be like, oh, you're a reformer. Oh, you're a helper instead mm-hmm. of saying you're a type one, type two. OK. But it just it's easier. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I like the names better. Um, and when I think of. Enneagrams. I first heard about it like maybe 2017, 2018. I just think of like the millennial Christian <laughs> girl that's in the fall with her pumpkin spice latte and like that big chuggy font, you know, yeah. that's like, like Enneagram. Yes. Type Very two. that. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah. I'm a type two. I like pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> like, <laughs> it feels very that to me. That's kind of how like I first came about it. So like, why why do you think there's a connection do you do you know or like do you have any hypotheses it's kind of crazy because i know we were talking about this while we were doing the research for enneagrams and like when you came up with the like how you wanted to do this for this podcast and you kept saying that like you saw things that it's like let like it's led by Christ, some Christian I know a lot websites. of Christians that love Enneagrams. Really? Yeah. See, I've never put two and two together. Mm-hmm. I take, like, in college, I didn't go to, like, a Christian college or anything. I went to a very, like, it was a private college, but it didn't have any, like, faith with it. Um, and we took it, I think it was in my sorority, truly just to see our personality, like a Myers-Briggs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I do think, like, that this is more mainstream like the pumpkin spice lattes um it's more mainstream and more people are okay with it than astrology because i think that people immediately see like stars and like you're predestined like, you're pre- like yeah. predestination and like you are on this path and everything like that because of the stars in the sky when you were born mm-hmm. and people can't stomach that mm-hmm. so I think that this is a way for people to like got, kind of like allow a personality test to like inter like influence their life in a way mm-hmm. without it being like oh I'm a Sagittarius like mm-hmm. and it's because like I, it was, I was predestined to be a Sagittarius mm-hmm. so I do like see the mainstreamness of it so like astrology is mud water when um enneagrams are pumpkin spice 
Oh, okay. Yeah. We haven't talked about, I don't know if anyone would know mud water. <laughs> I drink mud water. Shout out. Um, it's kind of like a coffee alternative with a ton of adaptogenic mushrooms. There you go. <laughs> so very like hippy dippy, but I love it. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. Brenna. Okay, so what else did I want to say about this? I feel like I've lost my train of thought now. Well, I also wanted to say that a lot of people can stomach it better because you take a test that you are answering questions mm. that your brain is making up where it's it's not like something yeah. that like when you were born you were destined to be it like yeah. it's like it's more I like think it's nature, a happy nurture. medium between astrology and Myers-Briggs yes Myers-Briggs feels very clinical to me it's all yeah and it's I like agree. how you are in the workplace da 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 and then Enneagrams is like I'm, I'm like this and then I can be like this and I don't I don't mm-hmm. really know it completely but I know you have the wings and then astrology I know it so deeply but yeah. it, it feels very personal to like every aspect of your life yeah and I could see like where you like so I didn't know that it had any like link to Christianity in any way but I could see why it would be linked because it is very much about like how you interact with people um, how like your inner thoughts and also like how you react Mm -hmm. so um it actually when I was like reading about that like the three things of the heart the head and the gut I was like does this remind you of sun moon and rising a little bit like Mm -hmm. kind of yeah like there's three pillars of how you react act and you know portray yourself and it's the same thing with the sun, moon, and rising for astrology. Okay. Yeah, I thought of it as, um, like, because we we took the test. Mm-hmm. I took two different tests, and mm. then me and Brenna took the test for each other to yeah. see. Because I think it's really interesting to think about. A lot of these questions could definitely be biased, like, when you're answering them yourself. And okay. a lot of the questions were really, like, some of them were weird. It's like, what was the one that I, like, I'm really boring. normal. I'm really boring. <laughs> like, I'm, you know, I'm, I don't know. Some of them were like, why yes. would anyone answer this? Like, I'm a really boring person. Yes, 100%. Like, no one's going to say that even if they are boring. Yeah. So what I have to say about that is that I think that you, like, and you also said that you were wondering about this, the successful, like, yeah, it's I want to like, be, be really successful. And I think success is such a, like, subjective yeah, different thing to everyone. Like, but success I think to me, it's like, I just want to be happy. And like, I, you know, mm-hmm. maybe make a, some money. I don't have to be a millionaire. Yeah. But like for other totally. people, it'd be like, I need to be a millionaire with a huge mansion and a yacht. And that, I think that it's exactly that. I think that the test, I mean, I'm not behind the computer doing the actual coding of the test but I do believe that this test puts into account all of your answers when answering each question so if you you know maybe answered a question about like what success is like so I want to be successful and you say strongly agree Mm -hmm. or whatever it was for you Um, but then you answer another question yes for the most important thing for me is to have people rely on me then that that you answering that success is important to me that is leaning more towards not the money aspect of life but how people rely on you Mm -hmm. so I think it's more of like a build on the test and so yeah you like if you keep moving more towards like yeses when it comes to like success and like 
power and mm-hmm. things like that, you're going to lean more towards the certain type that is like that. But when you answer questions that are more about like how people, how you interact with people and how you want to be the person that's like nurturing them and, and they are relying on you, then that success question leans more towards the motherly instinct. Mm-hmm. If that, does that make any yeah, sense at all? It does. Yeah. So it's, they aren't really like each question. I don't think it, I don't think that they, when you answer it, it's like, okay, that one's one and done. It's more of like built off of each other Mm -hmm. so that yes, success is exactly subjective, but like what I consider successful, you might not consider successful. Mm -hmm. And that's why it kind of works because it balances each other out throughout the test. Another thing I thought about sun, moon and rising was how you take the test. Like, I feel like if you really think about it and you sit down, that could be your sun sign. And then if you hurry through it, that could be your moon sign, Mm -hmm. like your gut instinct. And then if someone else does it for you, that could be a rising, like how people perceive you. Yeah. Oh, totally. I think it's interesting that like we're doing it for each other. And I really want to do the number reveal. Yeah, (laughs) me too. I'm excited. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think Mm -hmm. that's a really good way to look at it too. Um, that your sun, moon, and rising can be those those yeah. different ways to take it. But then, I mean, also, I, I keep getting the same ones. So, I mean, at least when I did it fast and when I did it slow, I still continue to get the same two numbers, and they're not next to each other. That means that you know, that means that you know yourself. Okay. <laughs> so, but then yours could be completely off. Your guess of me could be completely different. It might be, because that's your rising. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Um, what, what other, other questions do you have or do you want to go through the test first? Um, what other questions did I have? Uh, I mean, for now, that's... Can you change okay, depending what? on your life? Oh, yeah. I want to know if, like, it would be more dynamic. Can you change throughout your life depending on where you are in life, how I, you're feeling? I think so. Yeah. So, for me, I, I've taken the Enneagram in two parts of my life. I took it in college and then I just took it recently, today. Um, but then also I took it a couple of weeks ago with um, Karsten and his mom. But um, I truly think that mine could change. Like when I become a mom, mm-hmm. I think that like big life changes could really change how people perceive those questions. So yeah, your when priorities I be- are different. When I become a mom, if I if I find like if I get into a job where like I'm in charge of like an entire company Mm -hmm. that could really change how I how I answer a lot of those questions things like that so that's why I kind of think that this test is kind of cool because you aren't predestined to be that type like you can easily change the way that you perceive life and how you work through life which in turn can change your type okay yeah I love it um and I already asked about the numbers yes um and then tell well I guess I will we go into the wings later or should I ask about wings right now you can ask about wings I'm super confused about wings because I continue to take this test and I continue to get two numbers that are not next to each other at all and then everything else is low yeah and they're they and then the two that are next to my certain number are both very low and they're like well you gotta be one of them like yeah and, and I don't relate to either of them this so this is something that like I do I find it to be like a little bit harder to understand but the reason why they're called wings is because they're supposed to be on the sides of the core identity mm-hmm. so you look at a person if a person has wings it's your arms okay so like they have to be connected to the so core is it like your rising sign yeah yeah you can see it as that 
So they have to be adjacent. Um, but there is. I don't like the rules. <laughs> I know. I, I know. You I hate the rules. You don't like rules. For and all I, the answered, ones, I answered that yeah. question. I you was like, I rules. don't want the rules. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but it's very, very possible that you're going to have a lot of a non-adjacent number in you. Um, I know that that happened to you. Mm-hmm. But um, in Enneagram, again, there's the head, the heart, and the gut. Um, and the heart are types two, three, and four. The head is five, six, and seven. The gut is eight, nine, and one. Okay. So people who lean more towards like their hearts are twos to fours mm-hmm. and, you know, heads okay. fives to sevens. Gut. Okay. So um, while you have one core type, you will exhibit characteristics of the one type and for each center of intelligence. So um, it's because you use all your head, your heart, and your gut, um, but not to the same extent and the same level of fixation. So there are numbers on both sides of your basic type. One is more dominant and one is inferior. So you are a little weird to have one that's like, both of them being the exact same. You're a little strange. Oh, yeah, it's almost 50-50. It's maybe like, I mean, I I don't know about a percentage. If I'm not taking into into account any of the other um, numbers, yeah. then it's probably like 50, 50, 40. When you took the la- the second one that I sent you. Yeah, I took both of them. Did it, well, how did it turn out? It showed me the wings, which was nice. I liked okay. that. Okay. I, I like that one better than like the circle that like but has the like pie how, chart kind of look. Yeah, but because you had to pay for that one. Yeah. But well, anyway, yeah. Um, I will do you want to go through the numbers or do you want to do our reveal of each other? Let's go through the numbers. Okay, go ahead. And I'll do – I also got um, some famous people with them. I Thank God. And then God. I have my guess for what um, – Yeah, we have to do the guess. They guess they, oh. they relate to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and um, we can also guess ours before we do the reveal. Okay. Okay. So number one is the reformer and the rational idealist. So this, these people are purposeful, serious, and responsible. Obvious Capricorn. Okay. Such a Capricorn. Maybe Virgo, too. Yeah. They're very serious Virgo. And Michelle Obama is She's one. a Capricorn. Yeah, there you go. This is easy, guys. Come on. <laughs> like, this is literally astrology. <laughs> Number two is the helper. Okay. Caring, people-pleasing, interpersonal, possessive, nurturing. Cancer. So nurturing, interpersonal, possessive could be Scorpio-ish. But besides that, I, I'm thinking more Cancer, maybe some Scorpio. Okay. And Dolly Parton is one. Okay. Isn't she a Capricorn? Uh, she's a Capricorn. I don't know her whole chart. Um, number three is the motivator. Achiever, performer, getting things done, likes validation. Okay, likes validation sounds like Leo, mm-hmm. but also it could possibly be Capricorn. Maybe Gemini with the validation too. And Oprah Winfrey is one. Performer and validation is Leo to me. Yeah. Achiever, yeah. Oprah Winfrey, our girl. Okay, our girl. Number four is the individualist, and that's the artist, sensitive, intuitive, reserved, nostalgic, hermity. Okay, this sounds like Kurt Cobain, a.k.a. Pisces. So I did not see Kurt Cobain on the list, but okay. these are people who have actually taken the test, so kind well, of exciting. Okay. Um, Taylor Swift and Ben Higgins. Okay. I did go well, she's on. Can- she's a Cancer Moon. Yeah. 
Um, she is very much a four. You can like just mm-hmm. her in general. It mm-hmm. seems like a four. But um, I did go on this website that had lists of all these people, and I got to, I think it was, the, two. No, I think. I got to something and it was like Jesus Christ. And I was like, <laughs> I literally was like, this has to be BS. Like he did not sit down Jesus and take, Christ. he did not sit down and take hey, this Jesus, test. And then time I time to take this test. <laughs> hey, I know you're like kind of busy, like kind of busy, but can you take this test? And so that's um, because Christians I, love it. And then I, they have to categorize. And them. like mother Teresa was on it. I was like, Oh my God. I looked up at the top and it was like, these are what I think like each okay. person would be. And I was like, okay, there we go. Um, okay. Number five is the investigator. Cerebral, per- perceptive, innovative, sleuthy. Okay. Yeah, this is, and I love the the people that are for this. Bill Gates, Einstein, Zuckerberg, huge innovators. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I think very Aquarius, like we talked about last week. These are very, like people yeah. that are forward thinking. Yeah. Number six is the loyalist um, skeptic, and that's security-oriented, responsible. So the loyalist. They're mm-hmm. skeptic. Yeah. Um, Virgo, but also security-oriented makes me want to say Taurus, too. So just earthy. Well, so Princess Diana was one, which I thought was, like, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Affleck and Ellen DeGeneres. Okay. I'm not really sure how Princess Diana also took this test, but it's fine. <laughs> She was on the list. Okay. <laughs> um, number seven is the enthusiast. A busy, fun, spontaneous, scattered, adventurous. Okay. Elton John, Lil Nas. Yes. Um, I say Sag because, like, adventurous, uh, spontaneous. And then maybe Libra because they're kind of they, – it feels kind of balanced to me. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Um, these people for number eight are so legit. The challenger, the leader. Okay. And so Dr. Phil and Martin Luther King. This is, I mean, I, I listened to a podcast about like all of them and just wrote down like quick synopsises, like I've said, but this is so Aries. Yeah. Like, and it's not even like the challenger and the leader. It's like guns are blazing. Like they're first out the gate. Da, da, da. I'm like, are you serious? Like this is like, just write down Aries. <laughs> they're, like the loudest in the room and like all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, and type nine is the peacemaker, the mediator, easygoing, agreeable, anyone who learned to be a people pleaser from culture and family. Oh, no, no, okay, this is what I said. Okay, so I didn't really, like, the peacemaker, okay, cool, like, all of these people just seem like a little bit of a doormat. I don't Abe know. Lincoln is a doormat? No, 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 like, just from reading this, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah about nines um and i don't know if it would necessarily relate to a certain um zodiac sign okay i think it was just someone that's been taught over time and culture and all that like that you know their opinion doesn't matter and they should be a people pleaser and like all that i I don't think it's necessarily like if you're a pisces this is you you know but i said maybe if i would if i had to choose i would say a soft-spoken libra or pisces gotcha and Marie Kondo and Abraham Lincoln okay. are nines, which I don't know how Abraham Lincoln I know, did I feel this like test either. Abe is like very outspoken. Yeah, right. Well, I maybe he was a nine wing eight. Well, also, he did not choose. He did not take this test. He obviously didn't. <laughs> but he was on the list of people who did take it, which I think is BS. No. Okay. So this whole thing is under protest. Honestly. But um, so. All right. So do I guess what you are? 
Or what do you want to yeah. do? Okay, so I took the test. I got two different ones. Okay. And they were both very close. Okay. Um, the first one I took, um, I got a two for you. Okay. And then the second one I took, I got a three for you, and they were both really close. How clo- How accurate am I? I'm a three-wing two. Oh, okay, so I got one of them right. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's so cool. Oh, my God, we got it right. <laughs> wow, it's so weird because I'm like, I feel like I'm, I, when I did, I was randomly take, like doing the answers. I'm like, I don't know what she would say. Neutral? Like, I did neutral yeah. for a while. I'm like, oh, I really? don't know. Or, or like, and I hardly ever did neutral for myself. But I like, I really tried to answer on best of my ability, but it, I feel like you are very nurturing to a lot of people. So that's why I think you scored high on the helper. Like you're super, like you want to take care of everyone, especially yeah. when you want to like host and like you always want to make sure everyone has food and stuff. Um, and then I guess you're like, it's kind of Aries or like fire sinus to be the motivator and like want to want to achieve, and you know, want to get out there and do things. Yeah. How do you relate to it? I, like, truly, like, I get, I feel like my, like, three wing two is very much, like, I kind of have, like, not an internal conflict, but kind of, where, like, I've constantly am someone who wants to, like, help people and care for people and be there for them, Um, and I want to make sure that they are, like, doing everything to the best of their ability, but sometimes I feel like... I also want to be, like, cared for mm-hmm. and, like, be, like, you know, get validation and, like, that kind of stuff where I'm always the validator mm-hmm. and, like, I don't get that a lot in return. So that's that was my that's my conflict. It's very queer eye of you. Yeah. It's like you gotta take time for yourself for self care. Yes. Girl. I'm learning more to do that. Yeah. As like the older I get, the more I like start saying no, the more I start mm-hmm. realizing like I can't take other people's like issues and be the empath that boundaries, I sometimes girl. feel that. Yeah. yeah, boundaries are big in twenty twenty two. Boundaries are big. Like here's twenty twenty two. We, and you know how we broke down those walls when we were younger? We're building we build them, them back, back up. up. <laughs> we we have to. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. not going out tonight. Yeah, I definitely, like, I feel that. Yeah. I, I feel, I very much do relate to my three-wing, too. Do I you think. relate to any of the other ones, or did you score high with any of the other ones? Let me see, actually, um, because I have both of mine still up. So, for... The one that had like these these things, I scored yeah. high for a lot of them. Yeah, me I too. really scored high. Um, so I'm a three wing two. So this I, is what I got for you. It looks pretty similar, but like look how close they are. But then yeah. it said three was your top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, a seven is a big one for me. Yeah, seven. And then I said it looks like six was high for what I scored for you. And then yeah. five was the lowest. Is that five correct? was the lowest for me? Five okay. and eight were the lowest, Interesting. which is funny because eight is an Aries or what you think would be an Aries. Oh my! My eight was kind of high for you. It mine was five and one was the or maybe five and four. Five was the lowest. Then it was eight, and then it was four. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So five being the wow, great. I'm not. I'm not the investigator. You're not the investigator, girl. I guess I don't use my brain enough to be an investigator. <laughs> okay, anything else? No, I think Okay, I want to know what you thought of me. Oh, my favorite. Okay, so both of them are the same. Okay. 
Um, I got for you four wing three. What? Yeah. I'm a four. Yep. Oh my god! Did you get? Is that all you got? Um. So that's for the one that I got. I did with the one that gave that's, me the wings. Four is cool. Yeah, four but is I, really cool. I don't feel like for, I have any four. For the one that I got with this chart, mm-hmm. you're a four wing five. I'm a four. What? Yeah. That's it's very different. But you have a really high seven and a really high nine. Oh, okay. My yeah, the one I got for me was seven, and then nine was almost like. Super up there. It's like 50 50. Yeah. And then if I had to pick a second one, I guess it would be five with four being close behind, but one was like nothing. You had nothing, or I mean, you had one and six were your lowest. Okay, so wait, so four was my third down. No, four was your top for me. And the, the way that I answered you, for you. I wonder who's more right. Like, that's I, think I think you are a four. More okay. so than a seven. Much more so than a seven. I don't, I don't know enough about them, to be honest. <laughs> I've always related to seven because I'm like, that's a sag. Yeah, but I don't, like, I think that you are adventurous. And I think you're spontaneous. And that's why I think I, ra- I raised you high as a seven. But I really do feel like you and, like, outwardly are more of a four. Okay. You're not very loud. You're not yeah. like you don't demand attention. Mm-hmm. You you are very like you are reserved and like constantly are like absorbing things like a sponge. And that's how I feel the individualist is. And you're different. You're always like you're different than other people and everyone considers you like yeah, one all the of questions a kind. was like, I'm one of a kind. I'm Literally, different than I was like, everyone. I don't fit in. I'm like, uh, I feel like I fit in, kind of. You definitely fit in, but I think that you are someone who stands out. But, n- like, not by being loud. Interesting. So weird. Like, I don't know. So that's know. your rising. <laughs> I guess I'm a four rising. I mean, what am I? I'm a four rising or am I a seven rising? Like, well, I don't know. Don't, don't you have a cancer rising? I do have a cancer rising. Well, a four is a, ri- is, is a cancer. Okay, that makes sense. So, so what I perceive you as is a can is is, is a four. A, is a cancer. So it, astrology and enneagrams are the same. <laughs> That's our hypothesis proved. That's our thesis <laughs> done. <laughs> yeah. So interesting. Okay. But isn't it funny that none of my placements? I can't are, believe I got you. I'm so proud of myself. None of, I know you got me. None of my. Well, that's because you know me so well. And I know I know nothing about you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do relate to four in a lot of ways. I just I don't know. I guess I just didn't answer the thing like that. A lot of it was also like you. I think you were overthinking it. I definitely was. You, but also you read it and you're like you see something like a word like adventurous or spontaneous and you're like, well, that's sad. So I'm gonna rate it high. So it was like a subconscious thing for me too. Yeah, I yeah, I think that you were over analyzing it in a way where you're like, I want this to be so much like astrology that you were answering it as if you were. But I do relate to being a seven. At least no, on the I, inside. No, I know, I know you do, but I think that if you answered it honestly and weren't overthinking it in the way that you were, I think you wouldn't have leaned so much seven. I think okay. it would have been more. Well, I don't know. What would I be if I was a seven? I said I was. 
um, just barely a seven six. But like, I don't think I would be. You a seven, could be eight. a full blown seven. That's the thing. It's like you don't necessarily have to have wings. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so like the wings are just like. I to just give... feel like I relate to all of them a little bit, which is like, what's well, the point? I mean, and that's also what did we say at the beginning? Our human thoughts are that we need to put ourselves in a box. We need to make sure that everything that we don't have answers for are answered. Mm -hmm. But sometimes there is no answer to it. I relate. To, I feel like I relate to all of these too. Yeah. I would hope that I motivate people. Except one, I don't. You don't think that you? I don't. Re I don't relate to one. At you don't all. think you're a reformer? You don't think you're responsible? No, I'm not responsible. You don't I, think you have any purpose? Um. Uh, mm, and I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I'm just here to vibe out. <laughs> I do see, I see a little bit of each one in me. Okay. And that's why none of them show zero mm -hmm. when you take them. Mm -hmm. Like, when you take the test. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, very cool. Well, listeners, if you want to share yours, I don't know how I'll interpret it. I'll be like, cool, you're 1v2, 1v9. I don't know. Like, I can help interpret. Yeah, cool. Love it. <laughs> So, I've Marley, learned, do you I've like it a little I've more? I've learned a lot today. Do you like I it really, a little bit more than you did? No. I, I just don't really, I still need, need to learn a lot, and that's why we're just scratching the surface. Yeah. There's whole podcasts and hundreds of podcasts on Enneagrams that they dive into oh it, God. just like we have a, so many astrology podcasts. So, I mean, it's just fun to talk about and, and compare notes between, but. It's really fun, and this was obviously just, like, truly, you know, when you think, when you, like, have a LaCroix and it's like hint to hint to hint to lemon. Yeah. You know? It is a That's hint. what's this. It's a hint to hint to yeah, hint to Yeah, we're Enneagram. clearly not Enneagram experts. We're just dabbling and yeah. dipping our toe in for a we're minute. We're the top of the iceberg. Yeah, exactly. So watch out, Titanic. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, I had fun. Uh, I'm ready to move on to yeah. pop culture. You ready? Okay. <laughs> So I want to talk about it. I do too. Okay, so first we sang I Have a Dream. Yeah. I have a and dream. And then we sang People, children, children, die. <laughs> people, children, children, people. But I was, I sat, I just sat down, like literally it's 10 seconds ago, and I said, if, if everyone did this before big things they had to do, like big presentations or big, huge, like things when you, before you go into a shark tank or something, the world would be so much more successful and happy. I also think if that song, like if if people were forced to listen to that song the first moment that they woke up, I don't. I think that that would provide world peace. Oh, a hundred percent. I don't I, know how it didn't when that song came out. I like truly. I remember listening to it on my iPod Nano <laughs> in sixth grade and being like, "This is gonna solve world peace." It's literally. I I'm not sure how it didn't solve world peace. <laughs> I truly think that, like, if you got were about to get into a fight with someone and you just had that song playing, Where is the immediately love? you would hug. Immediately yeah. you would hug. It's like we're all just humans just living here. We, just, we didn't have a choice, but we're just stuck here on this little rock. And so what I want all of our listeners to do is to listen to that song after you finish yes, our podcast. Yes, cue it up. Cue it up. Listen to it and, and just shout it at the top of your lungs. Shout it at the top of your lungs and, and really listen to the words. And really sing every single word with your heart. With your true heart. Because I think we could solve world peace. If at every least, single listener 
It starts with you. you it know? starts with you. Even if it's not world peace, I think we could at least get peace in the United States. And we have a few international listeners. And our, and our international. Yeah. Send, those, send all those vibes to your country. Yes, please. And, you know, children, people, people, <laughs> children. Oh, my God. We're, we're solving world peace with this podcast. I know. Shout out to the Black Eyed Peas. Thank Shout you so out. much for being the glue that holds the world together. I'm, like, tearing up now. Even though they're not still together. <laughs> but that song lives on forever. 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 Yeah. Oh, I just love it. Should we get into pop culture, Marley? Yes. We had a big, big Monday this past Monday. Oh, yeah. January 31st. The news finally broke mm-hmm. that Rihanna, Robin Fenty, and ASAP Rocky, I don't know his real name, are <laughs> pregnant. It's happened. Shout out to ASAP. Shout out. Do you think that his son or daughter is going to call him ASAP? Oh, Probably just no. dad, right? Daddy. 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 Daddy, Daddy Rocky. Rocky. Daddy Rocky. Okay, for the longest time, this is going to be really embarrassing. For the longest time, I didn't know the difference between ASAP Rocky. And, and is ASAP. there an ASAP Ferg? There's an ASAP Ferg. Yes. I thought they were the same person. I knew that you were going to say that. I'm sorry. Um, but it's okay. I mean, ASAP, that, dude, I didn't. Why would there be two ASAPs? It's really hard to, you know, have the same name, almost the same name as another Who rapper. Who came first? I also know ASAP Rocky's full name. Um, let's see. Like who got there's famous also, first? There's also an ASAP Bari who's a clothing designer. Oh my designer. god! We need to not ever name anyone ASAP. Well, if you look up ASAP, ASAP Rocky's the first one that comes up, but that's truly probably because he's dating Rihanna. Definitely. Oh my god! ASAP Ferg is the one that does Plain Jane. Stop! Oh, oh my no! That, that is a great song. That's really good. ASAP okay, Ferg. so. I don't know who ASAP Ferg looks like kind of like a just a normal dude. Um, I don't know who came first, the chicken or the egg. So right. I don't know who came first, the ASAP Rocky or the ASAP Ferg. Okay. But um, ASAP Rocky's name is Rakim. <laughs> Say it right, a- girl. A. <laughs> a. She's a Thalestan Myers or okay. Mayers. Well, we are really excited for this baby. I truly cannot tell how far along she is. I think he is so cute. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're talking about ASAP Rocky, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Really cute. Definitely. They're very cute together. And she looked gorgeous. Oh, well, she is just Her face was like perfection. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, her face is always perfection. She was beat to the But she is glowing. Yeah. You know when, like, people say that, like, pregnant people glow? She actually Rihanna was. is, like, to the next level. Like, mm-hmm. there needs to be, like, a, like some sort of gold statue erected in her honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it has Please. to be pregnant. Please, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? If, if we had that enrichment where the Lee Monument used to be, could you imagine? Honestly, it'd be wonderful. <laughs> it, would be, it would solve racism. It would solve, it would... <laughs> And and it constantly is playing. Where is the love? Yes, <laughs> we've solved world peace. And we solved world peace. I love it. I love it wow. so much. Solving the big questions of life today. But um, the photo shoot was in. I think it was in New York or Brooklyn. Yeah, I, I mean New York City is the um, Brooklyn. But I was thinking when I first saw that, I'm like, could you imagine being a passerby? 
That's what I'm wondering if they closed down the street. I'm I'm wondering that too. I feel like it had to have been, but it just seemed like it was very normal. But yeah. you didn't really see anything around. They were in a median. Yeah. But I'm they, just wondering if they maybe closed down the street and like people yeah. just assume it was because of filming or something. I don't that know. That would make sense. And it would make sense that it would be in Brooklyn because I feel like you can close down streets easier in Brooklyn than Manhattan. I mean, I'm sure people do like with movies and stuff all the time. Though. Oh, yeah. One of my friends actually walked through the second um, the second filming of Only Murders in the Building. Oh, very cool. Yeah, which is cool. But they didn't shut down the street or anything. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I they look stunning. Mm-hmm. They both do. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited. And I love that they were wearing pink and blue just for the Instagram. I know. I love it so much. Gotta also, get the Instagram like, colors in there. Um, Her belly must have been very frigid, but it looked so luscious. Oh, my God. It looked so soft. So soft and supple. <laughs> so um, And I did read that Rihanna's dad um, made kind of a statement and said that he wants it to be a girl, mm-hmm. um, but he would obviously be happy with both. And he knows that it will not be her last baby because she is known to want a lot of babies. So better get on that, hey, Riri. Girl, yeah. I'm very excited. I'm so excited for her. Is she In our Brenna, age? She's not our age. She's like 30, maybe 35. She's yeah. definitely not our age. She Remember when she was pwned a replay in like middle school? But I remember when she did Umbrella, she was... I'm pretty sure she was 18. Yeah, she was young then, but still. She's 33. You're right. Okay. Well, then she better get on it. Not yeah. saying that, like, the Also, she's a celebrity, so, like, she can kind of, like, freeze her eggs or do whatever she wants. That's very true. Surrogate, all that kind of stuff. All that stuff. Um, But, yeah, I'm just so happy for them. And, Brenna, you said on that Instagram you think it's going to be an Aries. I do. You think she's that far along that she's going to have it in, like, two months or less than? Yes. I don't know. I wish I could, like, I, I think really gonna, tried to analyze how many weeks her belly was. I think it's going to be in April Aries. Also, we don't know when that was taken. That is true. So, like, that could have been in early December. Okay, but also remember when she had that situation in Barbados where everyone was like, she's pregnant, and then everyone got mad because they're like, why would you say she's pregnant? And she probably really was pregnant. Well, then the same thing happened. It wasn't just in Barbados. I think they went to some, like. She wasn't that big, though. No, I know. No, I know. But um, so that happened. But then a couple of months ago, or maybe it was a few months ago now, she went to some award show and people were saying that she looked pregnant and everyone was like, it was the dress. Why are you like mm-hmm. saying that? Like she looks pregnant, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I don't know. I'm going to say. I want to say like a Taurus or Gemini, but then also I don't know when this photo shoot was taken. I know exactly. So I mean, it say? probably will end up being a Taurus. Yeah. I think Gemini's too far. Okay. Taurus would be very her. Like, very, like, I'm a rich bitch. Like, I'm here for luxury. Could you imagine being reincarnated into that baby? Oh, man. Well, I we will not. We will not be that baby, but we are very excited to see that baby grow up and yes. have beautiful, beautiful parents. And a being a be- just a beautiful human soul. Yeah. Just come into this new new world. Oh my gosh, wow. Well, I wonder what of type new, new What worlds, type do you think it's gonna be? An Enneagram type. type. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? I wonder if people talk about that on their um, As they're like babies. On their Enneagram podcast. Because people have Enneagram podcasts and they're like, Oh, I wonder what the baby kind of type it's gonna be. It's not it's not like you can guess. I'm I mean, gonna guess can. it's a four. <laughs> But, like, it's not like, oh, it was born in May. It's a Taurus. 
you know? Yeah. Like, you don't know uh, right away. You've got to wait for it to grow up. Exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of boring. Kind of boring, right? Got, kind of a con for, you know, the Enneagrams. Yeah. Kind of a con. Kind of a con. Yeah. You could hope for it to be a certain type. you got to wait a while, though. But you could hope. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well. well speaking of baby news. The only the only news we have this week we are babies. We only have baby news. Yeah. Um, Ashley I, who I will continue to call her Ashley I from The Bachelor, and Jared had I their baby Lou. Ashley Iconetti and Jared, I'm going to say it's Haven. Okay. Um, Haibon. 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 Um, so they welcomed a beautiful baby boy on January 31st, which is so funny because I wonder if they were like, damn, Rihanna stole our thunder. Definitely. <laughs> they, sorry, sorry, Ashley and Jared. She definitely did. <laughs> But um, they named him Dawson, Dimitri, Brady, Haibon, or Haven. Okay. Um, the funny thing that I got from this is that it had two middle names, Dimitri and Brady. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is Jared is the biggest Tom Brady fan. And this his baby was born around the same time that Tom Brady announced his retirement. So obviously Jared had to give him a second middle name and it had to be Brady. Love it. And during the, you know, birth of his child, he was wearing a Tom Brady sweatshirt. Of course. Of course. Dude, why do, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about Tom Brady. But, like, why do men People feel idolize. Like it's acceptable to name that, like, babies after athletes? Yeah, I don't know. I don't name, I wouldn't name a baby after, like, a celebrity ever, unless it was, like, a really cool name. One, a Real Housewife on the new season of the OC named her dog Rihanna. I mean, dogs is different. Like a pet, because like, it can be a little humorous. Yeah. I Brady, I funny. first thing I'm like, oh, he must love the Brady Buns. But that's how out of touch I am. Well, I would assume, I like knew like that a Jared. Name. I knew that Jared was like a Patriots fan. And I was like, okay, with all this Tom Brady stuff happening, like it's got to be that. But... I would have assumed if it was anyone else that Brady is a family name mm-hmm. or like a maiden name or something, right. you know? So I have to say, though, I was looking through Jared's Instagram stories during the birth and they were hilarious. It was so funny. He kept recording Ashley while she was going into labor mm-hmm. and he was like, everything seems really good, good around here. And he's like, he's like, hey, Ashley. And she's like, don't talk to me. She's like, like, don't talk to me. And like, dude, I feel so bad for her. She has been so real this entire pregnancy. I know. I give her. We don't see enough influencers being like, this sucks. They're all like, look how pretty and glowing I am. And this is what I'm using. And ask me anything. And they're like, how is your pregnancy? And they're like, oh, it's great. I was nauseous for one day and now I'm great. Like, it's very that. I was like, I would be pregnant the whole rest of my life because I just love it so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. It's been refreshing to see. Yeah, she's been very real and I've been really, I've been loving that content of like, you know, sometimes it really does suck. Like, Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's the worst thing ever. Like, my sister-in-law had a hard time with pregnancy, but she is gonna, she wants to have another baby. Because she's like, having a baby is worth it. Mm-hmm. But the pregnancy's not fun. Um, I thought that this was really cool. Um, Dawson, the baby, was born on January 31st. That's Ashley's mom's birthday. Okay. And it's also when her parents met 44 years ago. 
What a synchronicity. That's so sweet. It's meant to be. She posted that in her Instagram story or in her Instagram post. It's beautiful. And um, she gave birth in the Fairfax Hospital up in Nova. Shout out. Shout out. Where her dad is an anesthesiologist. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, congrats to them. I know. I think that they're a really, really sweet couple. And I think yeah. that they're going to do a... I just love seeing their whole relationship blossom. It's so funny. Yeah. It's just so crazy. You know, Carson asked me the, this question. And I'm going to ask you the same. Oh, no. So, thinking about bachelor people, he asked me on our walk, he goes, what, I want you to rate these dating shows in order from your favorite to your least favorite. Bachelor, Mm -hmm. Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, Love Island, and um, Too Hot to Handle. He also, he added F-Boy Island, but I know you haven't seen that. I have seen it. Oh, you have? Yeah. Okay, so then F-Boy Island as well. Um, well, I think Too Hot to Handle would just be last, to be honest, okay. because it just, it's so, it's, they're all just caricatures, to mm-hmm. be honest, and I just think it's, a lot of it is really dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I think, like, the appeal was, like, the first season of, like, oh, it's a big surprise, they can't have sex, and, and now it's like, okay, we've seen this before. Yeah. Um, Bachelor and Bachelorette are like, I'm leaning towards I like Bachelorette a little bit more just because I like seeing the guys. Oh. Um, I like seeing different. the guys. But I think that the guys can be really dumb with like, like when they have drama, it's like not really drama, mm-hmm. which I don't really like as much. But the girl drama with the Bachelor is just so petty, especially this season. Yeah. It's hard to watch. It's like. Really? I've why do we care about shrimp? I'm so <laughs> over this. I, I'm wasting my time. And like I've said so many times on this podcast, I'm like, I am a slave to this show because I've watched it for so many years that I can't not watch it. And that annoys me in some regards. But I love seeing y'all every week. That's the main reason I'm, I come. But I don't know. I, I think Bachelor has definitely gone down for me. Um, I think probably and Bachelor in Paradise is fun, but I'm, I'm always glad when it ends. I'm always like... Oh, really? Eh, I'm kind of over this. Okay. So I would say Bachelorette, Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise. Um, F-Boy Island, I don't know enough about... I mean, I do, but like, it was fine. I guess it was. It would be fourth, and then Too Out to Handle. And you didn't put Love Island in there. Oh, Love Island. Oh, my God. Love Island, honestly, is so high up for me. It's so fun. Do you think it's higher than Bachelorette or Bachelor? I, I want to put it first because it's just, like, it's a journey and you get to see them at every, like, you get to see so much content. Yeah. If you watch, like, it's like 30 episodes. Yeah. And you get it's really, really attached to the people and, like, really hating the people and you feel like you know them. And then by the end, you truly start talking like them. You're like, oh, he's a bit of me. He, he checks all my boxes. Like, <laughs> I mean, I've gotten on the TikTok where it's, like. Yes. Five days after he's my watching. type on paper like all of it and I mean, he's like, proper fit yeah he's proper fit he mugged me off it's really <laughs> muggy really muggy i mean I proper really muggy like, i really feel like we get along and i feel like he has his proper banter with me but um he's kind of shaky like me but um i don't know we'll see we'll see I might it's early days early days um, i might pull him for a chat yes. <laughs> pull him for a chin wag um <laughs> I just love Love Island. Like 
I don't know. It's it's still a little, I mean, not as, as super new, but like it's still within the past three years new to me. And I, I still have that little bit of like, oh, this is just so fun to watch. So honestly, I'm going to put that first. Then Bachelor, Bachelorette, second. Bachelor, third. Bachelor in Paradise, fourth. F-Boy Island, fifth. And Too Hot to Handle, sixth. Got it. What's yours? I did Bachelor first, Bachelor in Paradise, second. Bachelorette, third. I did F Boy Island fourth, mm-hmm. Too Hot to Handle fifth, and I did Love Island. Oh last. my God, we're opposite. The, the only reason I did Love Island last, I would put Love Island fourth, but it's too long for me. Okay, I think that makes sense. I like watching stuff when it is on air. Like Love Island, I like to be like involved in it. I like to be like able to like respond right. and like do all the polls and do all that stuff, but to literally have a show that is on six days a week it's a huge commitment it is a huge commitment unless and if you're you miss one then you're later. then you're very much like you gotta keep on top of it. you gotta catch yeah. up on the weekend yeah and that's the thing is that like i would love it more if it was a little bit shorter and like i didn't feel like i was constantly behind mm-hmm so. But with The Bachelor and Bachelorette, like, I feel like they go so fast. Not only because, like, they yeah. literally do go fast, but, it, I mean, whatever, it's hometowns. We're like, it's hometowns already? Yeah. It's always that question. I'm like, it, it, there, I don't feel like I get enough content. I don't feel like I know the char- the contestants as much as I would at all compared to Love Island. Yeah, I agree. Like, you, you talking about it has kind of made me sway it more towards the fourth. Okay. Um, but I really do like F Boy Island. I like the the girls on it were so dumb this season. Or I've only there's only women one season, right? The girls, the main girls were so bad. I mean, the one particular blonde girl, I just couldn't stand her. I couldn't stand her. I really couldn't stand. I didn't like any of them to be honest. I I didn't like. I think I liked it. (laughs) I was like, I don't really care if you choose. CJ, I didn't like her either. Yeah, CJ, CJ was awful. Yeah, wasn't it? It, everyone Sarah? was unlikable. Sarah and CJ, CJ. we didn't like. And the gr- other girl I really liked, actually. I liked her. Wasn't She it, was chill. Was she? It was like Nikki or like. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But anyway, I, I love a nice reality dating show. I do too. I really do like a reality dating show. Can't get enough of them. Can't get enough of them. Anything else? Like the new of the new, whatever that might be. I know. It would be fun to be like working on those shows. I think that's a dream job. And it is a dream job for me. You would mm-hmm. be boom girl. I know. That's my well. That's my dream job to get, to get into, into my dream, dream job. job. <laughs> boom yeah. girl. Yeah. Who's running after? <laughs> running after the people when they're like when Clayton runs away. It's like I can't do this anymore. And I'm like running after. I'm like. Ah! <laughs> All right. Well, that was a fun episode. It was. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed, and we will see you guys next week. I don't know what we're talking about next week, but it'll be a surprise. It'll be a surprise for all of us. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy your weeks. um, And when you look up at the stars, think of us. Bye. Bye.